Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the fifth week since the Epiphany. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 4. So now, Israel, give heed to the statutes and ordinances that I am teaching you to observe, so that you may live to enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must neither add anything to what I command you, nor take away anything from it, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God, with which I am charging you. You have seen for yourself what the Lord did with regard to the Baal of Peor, how the Lord your God destroyed from among you everyone who followed the Baal of Peor, while those of you who held fast to the Lord your God are all alive today. See, just as the Lord my God has charged me, I now teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. You must observe them diligently for this will show your wisdom and discernment to the peoples, who, when they hear all these statutes, will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people. For what other great nation has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is whenever we call to him? And what other great nations has statutes and ordinances as just as this entire law that I am setting before you today? But take care and watch yourselves closely, so as neither to forget the things that your eyes have seen, nor to let them slip from your mind all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children, how you once stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Assemble the people for me, and I will let them hear my words, so that they may learn to fear me as long as they live on the earth, and may teach their children so. 
You approached and you stood at the foot of the mountain, while the mountain was blazing up to the very heavens, shrouded in dark clouds. Then the Lord spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sounds of words, but saw no form. There was only a voice. He declared to you his covenant, which he charged you to observe, that is, the Ten Commandments. And he wrote them on two stone tablets. And the Lord charged me at that time to teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy. The word of the Lord. Now Moses starts into the first part of this renewal of the covenant, the covenant between the whole assembly of Israel and the Lord their God. The Lord has rescued them from slavery in Egypt so that this people might be God's own people, so that they might be free to be God's people, to worship the Lord in freedom and in righteousness. Redeemed from slavery, God now has organized this people into a whole new congregation, a whole new people, a people whose God is alive and active, near to their life, and who has given them wisdom for living in right relationships with God and with each other, near to them when they call and they pray, and ready to work and act on on their behalf and for their blessing. So this nation will be different from all the other assemblies of people in the world, and the difference will be the living presence of God and the justice and goodness of God's word and God's ordinances that will govern their lives together. What God has done for this people, the rescue from Pharaoh, the plagues, the Passover, the deliverance through the Red Sea, the giving of Torah, the the journey in the wilderness, all of these places where God's presence and deeds can be clearly seen, where God is no longer hidden, but, but, but revealed and made known as a God of steadfast love and mercy, All of these things must be remembered, and remembered in a way as to be passed on to the next generation. Because once they are settled in the land and settled into their new lives, the memory of the Exodus will start to fade. The people will forget what their God has done for them and who the Lord their God is. And so this teaching is not just about ordinances and rules for living, but it is also the story of God and God's people in a story that looks into the future of what God is doing for the whole world. So the way of life expounded by this teaching is one that is based not just on what is reasonable or prudent for living together, but ways that flow out of the story itself, that are spoken by God to God's people in love. Now, we might not have an earth-shaking experiences of God's holy presence in our life, We might not have ever felt the fear and trembling that comes when we realize that God has come close to us. We might not have heard the Lord say to us, don't be afraid, I am with you, with our own ears. We might not have ever heard the Lord say to us, you are my child, you are mine, with our own ears. But in our reading of scripture, we enter into those experiences. We are told what God is like by those who remember and those who remember and write it down so that we might learn to fear, love, and trust God above all else, even as they have learned along their journey. So when we read this story, we stand with Israel, listening to Moses remind them of all that God has done for them and for us. 
And this can help us then perceive where and how God has been at work in our lives, in our past, and to anticipate and look for God's living presence in our lives today. It's not that we're a people trapped in the past or living some kind of life thousands of years ago, but we are a people who have been shaped by this long-running, storied past of our God. And it is that long-running story that brings us into God's presence and gives us courage to go out into our future and know that God goes before us, as God did in the past, that God has prepared a future for us, in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to judge your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for those who are sick, for those who are mourning, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony and all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else, for who else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all that we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.